0: it is in the dial that we trust and as our civilization teeters on the brink of fatal collapse the value of broadcast gold has soared to unimaginable heights join us in the conflux of radio's emerging superpowers Chris Troy Lavala, T Sterling Watson, Wendy Lou Aphorismo, and Michael James
1: DuPaul. Cozy up in your bunkers and hope for salvation. This is
2: the Lost Eye.
3: Welcome to the 92nd episode of The Lost Dial. It's a new age. It's a new time. It's a new place. Powered by All Noise Radio uh, 92, like I said. My name is Michael James DuPaul Sitting to my left is Ernie Buckwilder V. Here I am. Sign, seal, I didn't know that was uh, <laughs> I didn't know that was a uh, Stevie Wonder. Actually, I didn't know. Really, that's that's surprising. I did not know. I uh, don't got that that distinctive voice. I don't know everything, mm. Um Sitting across from uh, me and Ernie Bach Jr. is my man, the uh, one vote that uh, plunged Mr. Obama into victory. And then they continued coming in, but it was I know it was Sterling's vote that... Uh,
0: Kicked things off.
1: That Set
3: the momentum. Oh. <laughs> that broke the mold. <laughs> T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, ladies. Uh, so <laughs> we're here after um, election day. We didn't actually do an election day show. Um, we were separated by uh, state lines and the voting process, and it was a... Uh, just one of them days that I just could not be on the road. Mm. So I didn't come down. Um, Two
1: tenths. Two tenths of a day.
3: But we're here to uh, to recap. <laughs> to recap. Uh, the, recap the election. The historical election. Not only did, uh, you know, it's it's, I mean, by no means was it a landslide victory or anything. But I mean, the fact that the 44th president being a half black. Half-white American man, Kenyan as they sometimes <laughs> say, but uh, re-elected. Um, he is one of thre- he, he is one of four. He's the fourth. There's three other Democratic presidents that, in our history, that have been elected to a second term. Hmm. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that. No.
3: That's a very elite group. Um, FDR, Woodrow Wilson, and Bill Clinton. Right. Boom. Been so, a long time. So he did it. He did it. And um, black Jesus, we love you. Now so, the, the so thing I got a
1: not necessarily a problem with, but every time they say it's going to it's a historic election, isn't every election historical in a, in a sense? Well, I know this one is in particular because it's the first time. Um, well, the only time so far that a person of color has been elected in a second term for the presidency, right? So. And
3: I mean, the um, uh, the cons were definitely stacked up against him for winning reelection. Mm. Uh, they really were. I mean, right. I'm uh, I think that he he did a pretty damn good job for what he was for what he walked into. Um, I think um, in the four years, his first four years, I think he definitely. Uh, he definitely um, did some decent things, um, like I said, it was a um, a shite show that he walked into. Mm. But um, this election, I, I think, for it being historic reasons, elections every election is historic. Yada yada yada. Besides yeah. the fact that you know the first black president's elected uh, into a second term, he's only one of a few Democrats. But the fact of the matter is that our system continues to is able with the transfer of power or the continuation of power, we're still doing it. I Hmm. mean, as a democracy, um, they say we are the most successful democracy on the face of the earth. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I could, I could see where in those terms, every election is historic, but this one besides black Jesus and the fact that our democracy continues to run, um, there's some other big things that that happen. Um, for example,
1: before we jump into that, thoughts.
3: Oh. Well, <laughs> since
0: Mike mentioned the fact of the show that he walked how come into, how threw
3: a Barbie doll in my gears?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the show that uh, poor Obama got handed, got dealt, as a lot of people, including Obama, says himself uh now can we officially say it's his show oh, cuz yeah. you know i kind of scratch my head and I say well when things aren't going good it's someone else's fault and now and then when things are going good it's all you baby it's all you Mm -hmm. so now officially second term uh, it's his show I I don't want to hear anymore I walked into this it wasn't my problem I just dealt with the mess that was given to me you know well then if you're complaining Mm -hmm. about that then don't run
3: yeah, no, there was definitely a mess handed to him. And yes, now that he is in his second term, really, there's, you know, you, you really can't, you know, blame the predecessor um, as much as we all love to dump all of our pain and sorrow on George W. Mm. Bush. Um, yeah, people are still going to blame him anyway. So. Right. I mean, but no, I, I agree with you, Ernie, in the fact that it's it's now, from here on out, it is the Barack Obama show. And it's kind of funny, and it has nothing to do with his reelection. But the uh, Wednesday morning, once Wall Street uh, bells started jangling, mm. the uh, stock market plunged below thirteen thousand, dropped three hundred. Uh, they're saying that is um, in the, it's the continuation of the European um, instability. Um, the but, first reports that I read made it sound like that it had to do with Obama.
1: being reelected absolutely they like
0: to try to make the connection and say well if romney had gotten in the stock market would have gone the opposite way and the same amount up it would have dropped 600 uh, with (laughs) with confidence and all but uh i think you uh gave reference to this earlier mike uh the bottom line is is that we can elect a president and uh, the market and the business world things are gonna do what they're gonna do regardless of who's in there so
3: you know the universe is going to do what it normally does black president or no black president you know why the stock market began to uh, take a tumble is because uh, Lori's dead Walking yeah. dead.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> but we don't know about uh, that.
3: that no, no. No. We'll, we'll get into that. With, we're gonna we're
1: without gonna a, it without a spoiler alert, by the way, for those that you know listen to us and watch the show but haven't watched it yet. I Oops. don't know what they're waiting for because most people that I know that watch the show watch it live. So
3: yeah, we don't know for a fact. It's been a whole week already. If so. uh, if if Lori is definitely dead or not, uh, we'll we'll get into it. Me and Ernie, uh, because Sterling does not partake in The Walking Dead. The uh, <laughs> just make it sound so bad. Like yeah. he can catch up. <laughs> he scared. He can't do it. <laughs> Still a child at heart. Um, but uh, me and things uh, terrify me. We're gonna do um Walking Dead recap with uh, Ernie and Mike later on in the program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Were you going to get into something? I'm sorry. No, not I'm sorry really. that Ernie totally <laughs> threw a Barbie into your. Gears, I
1: didn't have. I didn't uh-uh. have any gears going for Barbies to be. It sounded, like, it to sounded be... like
3: you were gonna. You were gonna. But
1: you were about to, because I think it was related to the election. Unless that was the. Uh, no, I, I was the gonna, financial issues.
3: I was gonna read off the uh, some of the reasons why this was a historic election, besides oh. from Black Jesus and um, our never wavering democracy. First. So patriotic. <clears throat> um, la 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 la. Um, Colorado, they uh, legalized recreational use of marijuana. We're on our way. I'll um, take a
1: note there and come back to that. I have a story for that. Some letter. of the
3: other progressive states, um, I'm predicting will follow suit um, with the next couple elections. Um, the legalization of recreational use. A lot of states, they don't really say it because it's not a big deal anymore legalized um uh the use and sale of medical marijuana massachusetts Hmm. being one of them but massachusetts actually kind of decriminalized it a little while ago as far as you know not decrim completely decriminalized it but as much as like you know you get caught in your car with however amount you know you don't get in trouble misdemeanor
1: right Hmm. um now even with the note with colorado and washington um i There's always these follow-up reports about the FBI saying that, you know, we're going to fight this. this,
3: Right, because federally, um, in the eyes of the the federal government, um, marijuana is still completely illegal in this country. But uh, the states, and uh, yeah, I've heard, heard, yes, they're going to make an issue of it. No, they're not going to because, you know, it's... So it depends on who catches you with it? Like if it's a local cop, like, ah, you're fine. But if it's, like, an yeah, yeah, if, if the feds <laughs> bum-rush you in uh, Colorado or Washington State, it's a different story. Right. But, you know, and, you know, there there are rules in, in these states. You know, you, you can't be, like, walking around downtown being like, look at me. <laughs> I'm smoking a spliff. You know, you got to be in your house. You know, you can't. There's, there's, in the dark of night, in the dark alleys. So not right. turning
0: right. into Amsterdam uh, here. Right. Both right.
3: both states have uh, regulations, of course, still, but... um. You know, as far as uh, totally decriminalizing recreational use, there you go. Um, And like I said, I guarantee in the next two years and then the next two years after that elections, um, you'll see other states definitely following suit. Uh, Maine, Maryland, and just recently um, updated uh, Washington State. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Legalize gay marriage by ballot amendment, meaning the people voted on it um, it was not uh, it was not mandated by uh state legislature or the courts, like in a lot of the other states that um, gay marriage is legal once again in the eyes of the federal government, gay marriage is not legal but it's i guess it's going to be going up uh the Supreme Court is going to take a look at it pretty soon i guess yeah. Um whether they decide to do something, run with it, or just leave it up to the states. Uh, I say leave it up to the states, because that crew of hooded Nazis, <laughs> or uh, caped <laughs> Nazis, there's way too many uh, conservatives on that panel. and uh, Yeah. We know where that's going to go. Oh, I hate the gays. That Scalia. I can see that Scalia. He's sc- still on? That Scalia, and that, and that black man who raped Anita Hill. Um, and who else? Uh the, I don't know the, the, any of their the names. The head justice, um, the head justice, whatever. They're a bunch of creeps. Um,
1: Sometimes I, they do look frightening, depending on you know what kind of light they're showing
3: in. But that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she looks like uh, the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt.
0: Hundred plus years old. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. So yeah, um, Maine, Maryland, and Washington State. The people of those states voted to legalize gay marriage um is that marriage or civil union marriage
1: uh, hmm. marriage mm. joining a number of other states right I don't know who we got all
3: six new england states um new york dc hawaii probably i think hawaii and oh. iowa iowa Uh, surprisingly (laughs) of all places in the world iowa but that once again the people of iowa didn't vote on that that was uh that was um either the court or um, the state courts state supreme court or the state legislators um new hampshire my home state made history um first state in the union to have an all-woman delegation Mm. meaning the new governor that was elected, Maggie Hassan. Maggie Hassan. I can't. I never pronounce her last name right. She um, is now the new Democratic governor of the state of New Hampshire. Um, the state has two congressional districts. Both are represented by women. Both Democrats. The two senators, one being a Republican, one being a Democrat. Both women. So very nice. First state in the union now to have handy. a full woman delegation
1: and speaking of women it doesn't matter much how much money you have you still might not win
3: linda there you go. yeah all right so she spent what over 10 million of her own
1: i thought it was more than that like 100 million or something i think uh, it was
0: 100 really? what's
3: so wrong
0: with when you think about it uh i guess it's the way society is punishing those who have and versus those who don't But I rather see somebody put their money where their mouth is and back up herself as opposed to getting everybody else's money with a fundraiser. So I'm kind of scratch my head about that whole Linda thing. She's being punished because she used her own money instead of exorbitant amount of other people's money. To run a campaign, what, what uh, what's that?
3: But wait, who, who's punished Is the fact that she lost is that punishment? Or no, it's just the comments oh, about. what I, people are saying. I
0: hear on the streets about, oh, Linda using a hundred million dollars, and oh, you know, she's rich and she's bad, evil, and you know, come on.
3: Well, besides from the fact that she used $100 million, she is pure evil. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> whether she's poor or rich, she's pure. No, I'm not. I, I got to say, the, well, the
1: yeah. last two commercials she came out with, um, the one featuring with uh, Chris Murphy, and it, like uh, almost like he was animated into those commercials. There was right. a bunch of hundreds of yeah. them walking around. And then the one where he- Two to- of them
3: were about to kiss- Yes. The, the two that walked up to one. I don't room. know. There was something like hypnotic like, about it. Like each
1: time I was on, I had to watch it. It was, just, it was, it was good. Just, it was weird.
3: But. She, no, she uh, definitely spent a pretty penny on, on some of those ads. They were pretty good. But the, the, the thing, the, the fact of the matter is this is Linda McMahon's second try at, right. at trying to win a Senate seat in Connecticut.
1: So apparently, Connecticut really doesn't want her. Three right.
3: times, three times you're three out. Times Maybe she's charm. got one more, oh, one, more, one more shot in there. You think so? You think she'll try I, it I again? I don't know. I don't know. I
1: think she should just use that money to actually make some jobs for some people. I mean, there's people out there looking for, for work. So,
0: well, that's undisput- That's uh, that's not disputed. She certainly brings jobs to Connecticut. What has Chris Murphy
3: brought? I don't know. Really. The, the but... thing is, these guys. He <laughs> got you, paid
0: a million dollars last year.
3: Mitt Romney's another one who sits on his tukas year in and year out and collects um uh stock returns or whatever. Uh multi billionaire. She's a multi whatever heir. Um all right, so you guys lost. You were so you know you know, your your whole platform was to help America, to rebuild America, to get America going again, to help the American people. Well, you got a lot of money. You spent a lot of money. You, you proved to us that you're willing to spend a lot of money on your campaigns. Now, since you haven't been elected to a political office, why don't you still do something with that money right, that's what to I mean. help America do it? You know, I mean, I'm not saying go back to work for bank capital and, uh, you know... Or, you know, start another wrestling commission. Just take your money and, you know, if Obama isn't able to, you know, with this fiscal cliff coming up, you know, if we're not able to uh, tax (laughs) people making over $250,000 a year to death, then why don't you just, you know, put your money up on the table and let us have it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we you see that's the point point. and we will make sure that america gets fixed trust. or pay right, our taxes right, for us that, that'd know? be
1: nice because i don't like paying taxes so <clears throat> pay it for me that, that'll be nice
3: <laughs> pay it forward linda pay it forward <clears throat> so i mean i don't know i can't
1: remember where what what's state? she gonna
3: do now what's Mitt gonna do now it's gonna be interesting to hear you know
1: well, he'll go back and hire the help that he had before.
3: <laughs> uh, you know, obviously, they're not going to sit around and cry for the next two years. I mean, they're going to they're gonna do something, obviously.
1: you said third time to charge. Maybe they might try for a third time. Oh,
3: Maybe. Yeah, because th- that would, once again, Linda, it would be Linda McMahon's third try. She, in two years, she can run against Blumenthal again. Mitt Romney, you'd have to wait another four years if he's all about doing the presidential thing again. But both of them would be doing it for their third time.
1: And people are already predicting the two thousand and sixteen election. Any mm. thoughts so far? I'm thinking Castro for a Democrat. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he says uh he says no. He says he's devoted to San Antonio, which I think is a bunch of bull because <laughs> dude, you're he's being putting up on a pedestal as a rising star. You're gonna stay in San Antonio, Texas? No, I don't think so. Mm. His brother uh is in Congress, right? His twin brother mm-hmm. is is I think he, so. Yeah. Is he from doing is he representing Texas or some know. other state?
1: I don't really know, but I just I heard so much about him during the um <clears throat> was it the convention? I'm like, "Oh, he was probably the next one coming up since uh what, 8 years ago that was um uh Obama." So, yeah. Just an idea. He was, yeah,
3: he was him years ago at the convention and uh, Chris Matthews got a little tingle and said <laughs> That guy is going to be president. He's going to be our first black president. I'm not sure if there's going to be any.
1: Uh, that's almost a little disturbing, Chris Matthew tingles. So. I'm
3: hoping, um, I'm really hoping that, that uh, Hillary Clinton does it again.
1: I think that's why she's uh, resigning. Is it resigning or just, yeah, or retiring? What's I, it's,
3: I think it's normal for a uh, uh, second term's uh, c- cabinet or, you know, administration to re- um,
1: Realign or just right, yeah,
3: right. I mean, recalibrate. And I mean, the job of being Secretary of State is one she of the busy. hardest jobs in the world. So I'm sure she's tired.
0: She's a globetrotter. I think a lot will depend on the results when the investigation starts on that whole Libya thing. Uh, depends how, oh, I how, how much she's involved. Do you, in you, you think that'll dictate. make or break her uh, reputation? I think it very well think it very well. They they're what talking... that she wasn't
3: standing in front of the in front of the consulate deflecting bullets with her ankles, or she wasn't communicating and
0: giving the heads up on what is needed to uh, protect those
3: people. So basically, had... there's
1: just no such thing as an accident anymore. Sterling,
3: how come like... we're always cursed with a raging conservative co-host? Oh, we need that. We need <laughs> I know, that. I know I, know, I know. I love
0: it. It's got to be checks Never and fails. balances, Never Mike. Fails. Checks and balances, otherwise you go
3: rough shot. One goes away, another one comes in. It's a revolving door. You can't of, always be one sided. Conservative bull propagate, And I can only be uh, devil's advocate so many times. I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm, just, just, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling your leg, Mister Shell I'm, Station. Yeah. I'm yeah. um, just... <laughs>
0: I'm just saying, you gotta think about all sides. Mm-hmm. I consider myself more of a devil's advocate no, than good. a uh, conservative. Although I do have well, at least you're not like Wendy, just talking tendencies. out of her
3: ass, and her ass doesn't even know what the hell's going on. Well, she just likes to do that. Yeah, anyway, that's just to her yeah. ruffle. Your feathers. That's her forte. <laughs>
1: although I think she's done it a couple times to me, most definitely with the artist, just because.
3: Who's but this? Yeah, that's Wendy. The only, that's the oh. only thing that she 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 uh, digs into you about is. Uh, that movie, yeah. <laughs> that, Which she still that hasn't old even seen. That movie. And she's never going to because she despises it. Sorry,
1: that's, that's CNN with breaking news. Is it? Yeah, it's my text message. Oh. I changed all the, the text. Could news. I see the magic cord? Oh, yeah, that's right. Still got a few my reasons.
3: time to shine is coming. Oh, I know.
1: So I'll go check to, in a uh, few minutes with that text message. What is Ali
3: Velci saying now? Oh, did we talk about him
1: uh, no, last week? I don't think about so. About him with, uh, and Sandy? Um. With uh, the fact that I I was just imagining uh during cause he was in Atlantic City when Sandy was happening, and um standing out in the middle of the, the naked streets. Huh? Um, and isn't
3: he the financial guy though? Yeah, he is. But I well, guess he was standing there being like behind me is $5 billion worth of destruction. <laughs> yeah, that's he's very wearing impressive. his pinstripe suit from and Barney's. The thing was, like,
1: yeah, he's usually you know, in the studio talking about money, but now he's out here in Atlantic City uh, discussing the weather and the fact that the streets were bare and the water was starting to rise, and I... I saw it then, and then I came back a few hours later when that water actually I rose. Bet, I and... bet he
3: was wearing one of the most expensive parkas you've ever seen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I was trying to say. I was like, you know, he's probably got like a three-piece suit under that big red uh, CNN jacket they gave him. Oh, um, like a
3: CNN raincoat he was wearing? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and it was really hard to see him because he was so far away, but he was doing that to, just to show, right. you know, what was going on. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, they got to get him out of there because <laughs> he needs to be back, you know, warm, dry, and in a three-piece suit again. Uh, so We don't
0: want to lose Allie. Rain, right. sleet, snow, and hurricanes.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a crazy uh, couple weeks for weather. It's almost like a, almost a repeat of last year, but fortunately we didn't get hit as hard as we did last year, mm. except for this past snowstorm, which um, uh, I don't know. I've, it's the first time now that I think even the Weather Channel is trying to name nor'easters. <laughs> and it was only was Channel 3 that What was the Greek names, Athena. Athena. But mm. Channel 3, who's used to naming Winter Storms didn't go with everybody else and started naming it uh, Ari or
0: really? Ari. Really? Yeah. Uh, A-R-I. They, <laughs> they, they. Uh, Dissension <laughs> within the ranks. And our good friend uh, Ariel Sheree got excited
1: <clears throat> and tweeted a picture of Winter Storm uh, Ari. So because that's what people call her. I think Not Co- winter storm, but they they call her ARI.
0: I think Colorado's getting busted for a couple feet of snow, like
3: right now or within a week. Well, of course, Pat well, Robertson. Pat Robertson would say, "Yeah, that's that's uh, God uh, punishing Coloradoans for uh, <laughs> for legalizing for, for legalizing you legalize. Irie, Irie, Be a bunch of sloths. <laughs> Rastafari. Uh, boop, boop, boop.
0: But yeah, they're
1: always getting hit with <laughs> snow, though, Colorado. Yeah. So it's
3: it's a snowy
0: place, and plus that's where a lot of
1: skiing happens, isn't it?
0: Well, the Mayans <laughs> did say with all this crazy storm activity in October and November, and Mayans said December twenty-first, so <laughs> December twenty-first. Oh uh, well, yeah, we're getting it's close the end to of the day. world as we know it.
1: And you know the big cities are being shut shut out. Like you know New York City still recovering.
3: Jersey Shore is still recovering. Are they though? Because I haven't heard a word about it since the election. Well, mostly, yeah. Is like, everything back to normal? No, right? no. Oh, a mean, lot of uh, people still out of power. I thought everything just automatically fixed itself because <laughs> I haven't heard a damn thing. Uh, far Rockaway is still,
1: you know, far mostly out. Mm-mm. Um, I, w- I would say I have friends out there, but I have a friend who lived out what there. What a great name for a place! It far, is. It's far actually it's really it's, it's the awesome
3: Rockaways, name. but Far Rockaway. Far Rockaway. And, I mean, because it's a really it's nice
1: place where she used to live. She actually lived on the beach, um, but her parents are still, like, without power on the 26th floor. So anytime they want to leave, they have to walk oh, down the
3: floor. 26 flights. Wow. I yeah. didn't really think about that. Yeah, you know? it's,
1: it's crazy. So I, I keep tabs on her. She lets me know how her family's doing. So, mm. so yeah, you know, donate if you can because they're, they're still struggling out there.
3: Boop, boop, boop. All right. Uh, episode 92 powered by uh, – Hall uh, uh, Noise Radio, baby. Hall Noise Radio, baby. I was gonna say like um, Milky Way dog biscuits or something. Uh yeah. N- soon,
1: episode- soon we will be sponsored by Cookie Biscuits and uh, <laughs>
3: Well we will be back. doggy uh, treats. Episode ninety two Lost Isle. Diapers. <laughs> Can you blow your
2: own nose? Can you Sudden the day. Are you mad because your grandson is gay? Is it a bummer that your pubes are all gray?
3: to know how to shoot edit and post videos you become a pretty hot commodity that's the training you get at connecticut school of broadcasting connecticut school of broadcasting with locations up and down the east coast from massachusetts to miami call 1-800 tv radio or log on to gocsb.com connecticut school of broadcasting the nation's oldest and largest group of broadcast media schools
2: redefining training in radio tv and new media get trained get connected 1-800-TV-RADIO
3: Welcome back, y'all, to the 90-second episode of the Lost Dial, powered by allnoiseradio.com.
1: Where? Totally entranced by this uh, Ninja Cookware system infomercial that's on behind you guys.
3: Uh, are you ready, to, uh, you ready to make a call? And 800-343-9820 to getninjacooking.com. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, there's probably other things that I... Um, I think, if anything, I'm just inspired by the food. Like, oh, I could totally make that. I don't really need that particular... um allows you to steam bake. Wow. They made a cake the with that. Awesome. Multifunctional. I have to look away. I'm getting hungry.
3: Have you yet seen the movie? We talked about it a while ago when it first... When they were advertising it. <clears throat> uh, Moonrise Kingdom? No, because... No. I saw it the other day.
1: Oh. Did you, did you like it? was it what you expected it to be
3: e, well i mean coming from that director wes craven <laughs> wes anderson um yes. uh yeah i mean obviously you know there are similarities to uh some of his it's previous films previous films yes um you know I, I there was I was trying the whole time to like come up with one word or one phrase to describe it because it is very unique mm-hmm. um as
1: most of his movies are,
3: yeah. Um, it's Wes
1: Andersonian. Yeah. Wow, that was hard to say.
3: <laughs> Andersonian.
1: It's Wes Andersonian. When
3: Wes Andersonian. Um, it's um, it's it's visual. Um, it's like a visual symphony. The way, uh, even just the opening. Um, the way, uh, you know, one full um, scene is continuous and the way that the camera flows and you know, wherever it stops, there's something going on. and, mm. and, and, and also when I say symphony, it's, it, it reminds me a lot cause there's a lot of uh, child actors in it. Cause uh, it takes place at a summer camp. Right. Um, and, uh, the way they're all very matter of fact about reading their lines. Sometimes my only complaint about the movie is that, uh, the, um, some of the kids they they read they say their lines so quickly mm-hmm. that it's kind of hard to understand what they're saying um so it made me wonder if it was if that was purposely done like that or a lot of these kids this was their first it's their first ever film right and it was you know nerves but i mean it reminded me a lot of of like a school play like the way mm. each kid comes out and says their line then the next you know it's there's no like um not really any flow to it It's almost like You know I know my line's coming up As soon as this kid Stops saying his line I'm gonna say my line The next kid says their line And um
1: The next is stage left
3: So it made me wonder um, You know If Maybe Or you're wondering If, was if that was purpos- intentional Right yeah. If it was purposely done like that Or you know Just these kids are all brand you know
1: like you said with the director that he is it's possible yeah it's very possible he did that on purpose um
3: visually um you know whatever he used for film uh filters and whatnot uh it's uh beautiful and um uh, you know bill murray and uh francis francis fargo mcdormand or whatever the hell her name is mcdonald Uh, i believe they're great um bruce willis is in it he's Decent. He plays a cop, obviously. <laughs> what movie doesn't he play a cop? Um, Edward Norton is awesome. I'm a big fan of
1: yeah. Oceans Twelve. Edward yeah. Norton. What?
3: Oceans Twelve. Is he in that? Yeah, he is. He has a cameo. Oh, okay. Wow. That's himself. Um, so it was uh pretty decent. Uh, definitely. That's what a lot of it reminded me of because oh, with so many kids is sorry. Go on. He does he's in Unbreakable?
1: Yeah. He's not a cop in Unbreakable.
3: Oh, Bruce Willis? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the guy who's unbreakable. Yes. And Samuel L is very breakable. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Glass. Every time he stubs his toe, <laughs> he dies. <laughs> so I mean, you know, that sucks. So you recommend this movie? Yeah, check it out. Um I mean, you know, if if whether you're a fan of Wes Anderson's pictures or not, um to uh to to experience it. Right, uh if you don't know, um some of his uh previous movies, past movies are uh The Royal Tenenbaums, um The Darjeeling Limited.
1: Which that's <laughs> the, one of the movies I don't think The I, Daikini I Limited. Seen. Um, I think it was probably Yeah, yeah, I, I, I
3: haven't seen that either. What uh, else? What else?
1: The Adventures of Zazu or I don't know, I don't really care for that oh, one. The, oh, The Incredible submarine. Mr. Fox. Incredi- yeah, I like that one.
3: Um uh Rushmore.
1: I don't remember that one very well. I need to see that one again. That one I saw when I was younger, but I was just watching it just to watch it, but I
3: didn't really... Is this a attention.
0: movie theater or Netflix thing? This particular
1: movie, I think, is, is still out. in theaters, it's right? Or is out on, on DVD what, now? The Moonrise Kingdom?
3: Yeah. It's out on DVD. Oh, okay. Because you know, I right. watched it on a DVD. Very good. Um. Yeah. I've I i I've always loved the Royal Tannenbaums. I just thought the casting was incredible. That's what I liked about Visually, it. Visually, it's cool looking. Um and that one too also is i, I don't know it's just the, the the only thing i can say to describe it. it's like it's like a symphony the way uh, you know the camera movement and you know
1: the royal ten of moms has my favorite movie tagline ever um, and i use it for like everyday life too um, family it's not a word it's a sentence mm. so mm. that's that's one thing that i took from it cuz i really like that i mean
3: you know with the use of, of Gene Hackman, also Bill Murray, uh, Angelica Houston. Danny Glover, Danny Clover. Ben Stiller, ben Stiller right. Um, uh, the Owen, the Wilson. Owen and Luke Wilson. Yeah, both of them, yeah. You um, said Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Gwyneth Paltrow.
1: Yeah, it's, it's,
0: Angelica yeah. Houston, she's kind of scary looking, isn't
3: she? Morticia Adams.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, recently saw that, just, that thanks to Halloween and everything. Yeah. but yeah. Well, she really owned that role, I think.
3: She's a beast of a woman.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Didn't she used to date uh, Jack Nicholson?
3: Mm, that's news to me. I never so. heard that. She
0: did. Well, she
1: dated somebody famous. I can't remember who it was. because I was, I was sometimes what happens if I'm watching movies, like if it comes on like cable TV, I'll just have this habit of just kind of Googling it and Wikipediaing just just to find out if there's any extra tidbits that I don't know. Um, and I did come across. Something about her dating someone, but I don't remember who that is, so I can't help you. I can't verify that or confirm
0: Well, I'm not saying that she was exclusive for a long time with Jack, but I, I thought I remembered hearing something about that. Because Jack, back in his day, was a man whore.
3: Is he married to anybody right now? Uh, no, I don't think. See, that's funny. Jack Nicholson is a bachelor. You seem like bachelor. you'd be a guy
1: that would be tied down by now.
3: Well, no, I mean, I mean he... What is it? He's a big Lakers fan, right? He's always yeah. at the Lakers mm-hmm. game. He's yeah. yeah. not gonna have some woman tell him to stay home. You can't go out and see the Lakers <laughs> tonight. The game. That's right. You gotta watch it from home. Bull. Oh, no way. Answer to no one. Mm. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's that's kind of funny though. He's uh, he's a single guy. I was watching The Departed last night, so that kind of it's funny that we brought up Jack. Nicholson. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, that's a movie
1: that I needed a second viewing to watch, and after the second time, like, okay. I get the allure of this film now. Because the first time I saw it, I'm like,
3: eh, what's the big deal? The first time I saw it, actually, I saw it in the movie theaters. I was not impressed. Uh, I don't know why. I, I just um... I think maybe
1: because sometimes if a movie is too hyped up, I'm just not into it. Or I don't see the appeal like everybody else does. Sometimes it happens. Like with the first time I saw Scarface, because all my life I've been hearing, oh, Scarface is an awesome movie. Then I finally saw it and I'm like, wow, it is an awesome movie. So yeah, yeah. sometimes that happens. But The Departed didn't happen that way the first time. Second time I went back and I'm like, oh, okay, I see all the, the twisting and weaving of the, the characters, and right it's pretty good. It
0: always for me, it always has extra kick when it's, quote unquote, "based on true facts, based on true life, if
1: you will. Mm. Well I know this was a remake of a um, Korean Japanese film. Of this I don't know. It, it was a remake, foreign remake, but I don't know if it was based on anything. Or are you saying movies in, in general? Movies in, in, general. in general? Oh, okay, but talking about Departed. But, um, yeah, that also has an allure to it. And I was like, oh, what part was actually fictionalized? Because this is pretty crazy for this to be a real story.
0: Right, right.
3: It's another, uh, you know, it was another bump for the city of Boston, too, because all Mm. of a sudden Boston became a popular place to set movies in.
1: And the Boston accent.
3: Thanks to, yeah, of course. (laughs) Thanks to, uh, you know, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, I think Goodwill Hunting kind of launched that whole um, interest in Boston.
1: I would say so, yeah. And launched their careers.
3: Right. I would say. Right.
1: Now, jumping from something probably not related at all, uh, you didn't happen to see uh, the last Saturday Night Live, did you?
3: No. I, by, I, I tend not to see any of them. <laughs>
1: but this one was hosted by Louis C.K. so that's Oh, why, really? No. Yeah. So yeah. I thought maybe you might. Maybe if I told you, Aaron, you
3: have... Aaron Lafon actually saw him up in Portland, Maine On uh, Wednesday night hmm. Traveled up to Portland, Maine and uh, Exciting town? <laughs> they say it is um,
1: <laughs> What are you singing about it? Not...
3: Portland, Portland, Maine But he did, a, while he did a really good job uh,
1: Last uh, last Saturday um, He, he came... took
3: part in that In that silly silly old show
1: Yes he did Hmm. and he came out uh probably the best monologue I've seen in a long time cuz he just actually came out and just did, did like a stand up bit really? which was great yeah um before even the whole show happened he he uh released a letter talking about how he walked around New York since that's where he's from and everything and it was just really like heartfelt seeing parts of his town be in the dark <sighs> yeah. and he you know he really wanted to put the show on everything's know, back
3: to normal now though everything's like it never even happened because i mean <laughs> not, no. not everything
1: there, there are still uh, a lot of new yorkers hey, that are the island still trapped. once exactly. the once
3: the news stops talking about it that means that everything's back to normal mm, yeah just like japan i mean just like new know, orleans just, right, af- after right. anderson after anderson cooper left japan because the radiation levels were too high you didn't hear about it anymore so you just assumed everything just went back to normal except
1: once in a while you get like a news report oh by the way some debris had flown over or not flown over, but floated over.
3: We like to call it the finger snap of God. (laughs) Everything's back to normal. Just Mm. kidding. Just kidding.
1: (laughs) This didn't happen. Mm. Um, But one sketch in particular I wanted to point out was um, when uh, Lincoln, or not Lincoln, Louie did Lincoln as his show, Louie. That was Abraham described. Yes. Abraham Lincoln. Um, So I know you watch Louie on FX, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So uh, Louis CK was dressed as Lincoln and basically doing his whole opening, doing the, an episode of
3: Louie, but right. as Lincoln. Right. This is really difficult to describe. Um, I wonder if you uh, can pull that up somewhere.
1: I, I, I might be able to. I don't know. Because I know Saturday Night Live is is weird about stuff that's on YouTube that they made. Yeah, so. because
3: their stuff is so golden that they Sometimes just Sometimes it know.
1: is. Sometimes it is. I, I will say that. Mm. I normally, I'm usually with everybody else being cynical about SNL. Like, it's not the same. and It's not funny, but... I find myself. Some watching people would it. go as
3: far as saying it never was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that's, uh, no, that, I don't I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't I'll agree. say
1: the the seventies, like when the original original cast was there. Yeah. See,
3: like I the generation that I recall, because it's you know when I actually watched it, like the, the Adam Sandler generation, right. that generation yeah. of yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Michael McKeon or whatever, those guys, they when they were all on it, um, the little gay guy from Tommy Boy. Oh, David Spade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the first I was thinking Chris was. Farley obviously, that yeah. gen- that generation of of them. That's when I remember actually watching the show and there I, that's an you know, I and
1: being over like so, slumber parties or whatever and then the uh that would be on. I was like, "Oh, we have to watch it." I'm Like, do we?
3: <laughs> Michael uh Mike Myers, the, you know.
1: Oh, like the 90s era. Yeah, classic.
3: yeah. Um they're just Who's regrouping. Garth? What what I forget? What's his name?
1: Dan, uh, Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey.
0: Yeah. They're just regrouping for the next batch of comedians to come through and mm. make their name.
1: Yeah. And then once they make their name, that's usually when it might seem like it's getting good, and then they leave. They move on. Yeah. Like Kristen Wiig was the last one.
3: It's a it's a launcher for um. People. It yeah. is. It's I a people it's, launcher. It's, it's a it's a catapult. It's mm-hmm. Great.
1: And when I was younger, I I used to want to not necessarily be on the show, but maybe be a writer on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, no, no, first I got to go to second city. And that was my plan uh, for high school. Like after I was going to leave there, I was going to go to, I thought there was a second city in New everybody
3: York. Everybody does second city. There's one in Chicago,
1: right? Right. I, for, That's for a whatever reason, yeah, for whatever right. reason, I thought it was in New York or there was one in New York, but there's one in Chicago.
3: There's one in Toronto. Cause uh, ah. Chicago's the second city. <laughs> 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 um,
1: because that's yeah, there's a lot Cole, of SNL Stephen Colbert
3: were. did uh, that. Uh, what she, uh, Tina Fey talks about it in her book.
1: Yeah, Tina Fey was there. Chris Farley was there. There was a lot of people that yeah. came. Yeah, in Tina Fey's great. If they um, if they did yeah. weren't at Second City, then they're probably would have uh, trained with the Groundlings. Um, and there's many other uh, like comedy schools that are like that. So there, there was
3: an era of uh, the Lost Dial where. I was getting into Tina Fey because I was never a Tina Fey fan, and he turned me on to her. So there were there were a, 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 like a, a stretch of episodes where we did a lot of Tina Fey, <laughs> Tina Fey you know, related material. Yeah. yeah, where's my mac and cheese? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, flips table. Oh.
3: So um, anyway, this that this, that this, end this Lincoln thing, and this was in uh, reference to the new Lincoln movie coming out. To
1: possibly, but it also could have just been which by the way
3: I haven't been excited for a Steven Spielberg movie in a long time so you're um, excited about this one I am actually excited about it because uh, greatest move in the world to cast Daniel Day-Lewis as uh, as, as Abraham okay. Lincoln if it wasn't and, him um, then Sally I'd... Fields as his fat tubby wife
1: <laughs> if it wasn't him then I, I would definitely say um, uh, Liam Neeson
3: ah uh, yeah that would have been another good choice Tommy Lee, jo- uh, the um, our, one of our favorite guys on the Lost dial, uh, Tommy Lee Jones.
1: How did he become a favorite?
3: Ooh, we were talking about wrinkly people. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, wrinkly, wrinkly. Be- before your, year. <laughs> you know, well, you see, Brian, Cran- Brian Cranston's another wrinkly guy. How did, how did your neck get so wrinkly? You're only in your fifties. I mean, Tommy
1: Lee Jones always looks like he's been as old as he is mm. like pretty much in everything that I've seen him in
3: is he
0: kind of typecast as well as uh, Bruce Willis kind of a, a police uh, or some FBI somebody with of. a lot of gruff and just yeah you know, law enforcement
3: tough
0: I
1: remember reading that he's, a tough, to, he's a tough guy he's tough hard, guy. hard to work with um, Tommy Lee Jones yeah except for Men in Black because he really enjoys like working with Will Smith so
3: well that's because I bet nobody sasses Will Smith probably <laughs> <laughs>
1: too nice of a guy Mm. but uh i
3: I like uh have you ever seen the movie funny people
1: no not yet oh Uh, really yeah i've I've always wanted to but i never got around to it is that the one where that's judd
3: apatow's last movie or that he actually directed what's
0: Mm. what's that one Uh, is that the one where the uh people in the mental institution do commercials
1: that sounds like a funnier <laughs> plotline. <I>
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, one for right. the Cuckoo's Nest? No, <laughs> no. no, no. It, this was recent. That's it's a got
1: classic. Zach Galifianakis in it, right? That one you're thinking of?
0: Uh, no, it's actually got uh, Dudley Moore
1: in it. Oh, okay. It's much older.
3: Look at Look at yeah. this guy. He's already got a style. It's the, it's, the, it's the side. He he talks into the side of the microphone. Into the side. Mm. That's like a that's um that's a brand. That's like a what do you call that?
1: Uh, I say a quirk, but it's not a quirk. It's a yeah. It's a style. Oh, well, go we'll style. But well, I know there's another word you're thinking. What of, was the I, word
3: I said before?
1: You said style, I think.
3: He's got his own. Uh, it's a it's a it's a thing it's a that thing. uh that uh makes you a trademark 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 way. I don't know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of being stupid. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: but no, I can't think of the movie you're thinking of because Dudley Moore. I'm not as familiar with his work. So. Uh, yeah,
0: I think it might be Funny Farm.
1: Oh, that's uh, what Chevy Chase, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, that was the Chevy Chase.
1: Chevy yeah. Chase moved yeah. up or or to if I think you have Funny Man. <clears> I <throat> think you might have done that too.
3: Anyway, in <laughs> in Funny People, um, you know Adam Sandler's in it. Seth. Um, Seth Rogen's in it. Uh. Seth Rogen, right after he loses a lot of weight, mm-hmm. um, and you know he, Adam Sandler plays basically kind of himself. Um, you know he's a very fin- he's got a lot of lot of work. He started as a stand up comedian, moved on to movies. He's got a lot of work on, you know, under his belt, a lot of notches on his beating stick, whatever you want to say. Um, and Seth Seth Rogen is an up and or com- or a, or a Aspiring stand-up comic, and uh, Adam Sandler's character takes him under his wing, and you know, makes him, you know, basically hires him as his assistant uh, to, you know, clean up and clean up after him, and write jokes for him, cool. and you know, eventually they kind of, you know, do a little tour together, and uh, Seth Rogen's up on stage doing his bit, and he's doing a bit about um, rich guy boredom, and it, the day that um. <laughs> It's just bring because of Will Smith. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it, that's where this is all going. Um, rich guy boredom. Uh, one day, um, Tom Cruise, Will Smith, and uh, David Beckham are sitting around together, and they decided they've done everything, they've seen everything. Um, what haven't they done? And they decide to smush all their penises together. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when they do, it's like this, um, like this um, Sonic like explosion of uh energy and like um david beckham and tom cruise mush their penis heads together and as will smith's coming in like a beam of light shoots up into the sky and wind starts blowing (laughs) and it's this it's this epic you know um uh, trilogy or not trilogy (laughs) it's
1: (laughs) Uh, a trinity is probably what you're trying to
3: yeah um just this culmination of uh, three rich guys, dickheads, um, smushing together—you know—causing heaven and earth to shake—and it's just funny. It's a funny yeah. bit. I want
0: to know how that concept escaped the brainstorm room. <laughs> uh, you know, I got an idea. Let's all have the characters put their penises
3: together. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. It's funny. It's a funny bit. <clears throat> <laughs> Hmm. But I mean, think about a rich guy boredom. I mean, it makes sense because yeah. uh, after a while, you know, after a while of being Tom Cruise or um,
1: I mean, you could go the eccentric route. And I was don't ask me why. I don't Tom know Hanks why you
3: anymore. I mean, he, well, he
1: makes cameos now.
3: That's yeah, what he, does. he Again, made a cameo he, on Colbert, actually.
1: I didn't miss that episode, but he <laughs> made a cameo on SNL as well. I think for the same episode with Louis C.K. Really? I think. Yeah. If it wasn't for promoting
3: that one, it was the... Atlas Cloud or Cloud Atlas.
1: No, he was just there. Oh, like, he's promoting
3: just... his movie. And that was the whole <laughs> joke on Colbert is that couldn't he just come on? You know, with his um, uh, catalog of work, does he even need to come on shows and promote his movies anymore? And the whole Probably that was not. that was the whole joke that mm-hmm. he came on and they were doing this little Halloween bit. And it all turned into him promoting all of his movies. Like mm. <laughs> he's he's such a self centered, egotistical maniac that uh he, he couldn't just do a little charity thing for Halloween without promoting all of his movies. Wow. And all the kids coming to the doors were dressed up as all of his characters from <laughs> all of his movies from you know, past to present. And it was wow, fun. So, nice.
1: But I mean he made uh, a cameo on Thirty Rock too, so just randomly. Tom Hanks.
3: You know, I I, I picture Alec Baldwin, Tom Hanks and um Arsenio Hall smushing their dickheads together. I mean, oh. Hall. <laughs> really? I, I, just, I don't know. I just popped into my head. I mean, I would say Arsenio C Hall. Um, maybe. <laughs> <yeah>. Arsenio <laughs> Hall probably is not that bored yet because. Um, no. Who, who, I mean, who, who, I, who, um, who, who. <laughs> what
1: did I recently hear that he's coming back to do? I think late night TV again. Good for him.
0: I guess. I think Arsenio Hall <clears throat> and Montel Williams should join up forces. Mm, I don't smush,
3: know. Sh- sh- smush beat. they're both together.
0: kind of the same caliber in their respective careers. At the same caliber <laughs> level, don't you think?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Montel is more of like the daytime kind of, uh, almost like where Maury is today. And.
0: But where have you? I mean, you All, see,
1: where have I seen him lately? Montel <laughs> is
0: doing. Uh, you know, I've seen him
1: doing commercials. Doing for commercials. What? Um, some kind of insurance or? He'll be um, doing
0: the ninja. For old people. He'll be doing the ninja ginsu chopper. Uh, yeah, he probably kitchen. Be doing that.
1: He'll be doing that next. But at least Arsenio, he's somewhat still relevant. Last year, he was on <laughs> um, Celebrity Apprentice, and that makes him semi-relevant.
0: Oh, that just keeps him. Uh, that keeps him in the treading limelight. water, if that. I, I don't, don't think know. Montel
1: was on celebrity apprentice yet but if he does then that means he's moved up a level from doing the commercials or uh whatever it is he's doing commercials for
0: don't call it a comeback
1: (laughs) um and then speaking of celebrities i have to go check it out a little later i saw the link last night but i didn't get to watch it see during
3: the break if we can pull up that thing the the, what you were talking about the lincoln
1: oh the lincoln sketch okay but there's um and i haven't watched it yet but after i do i'll probably pick out the the best one but there's uh
3: sorry i didn't mean to throw a barbie into your microwave oven
1: now it's in my microwave before <laughs> it was just the gears i think it'd be a little worse um
3: i'm trying to think of different ways for you to title shows oh that's <laughs> that's what you're doing <laughs>
1: <laughs> trying to give me the title all right um
3: without saying hey name this show yeah, this i'm like throw yeah, the barbie yeah. uh,
1: um there's 10 top 10 um
3: putting barbie in the celebrities <laughs>
1: top celebrities here that have done like foreign commercials um, or just bizarre commercials and I didn't get to watch any of them yet but um, and I, I remember hearing jokes about it mostly through 30 Rock with Jenna doing commercials in Japan not knowing what she's Sex advertising not, not that one but <laughs> it's like she gets slapped in the face for some drink that she's holding up but apparently stuff like that really happens what was
3: the, the garment the article of clothing that she advertised um uh is this, Am I even thinking of the? I, well, she. Rock? I know
1: she was a uh, spokesperson. Oh wait, she was spokesperson for Wool.
3: For Wool, yeah.
1: <laughs> and there was a sheep at the boardroom table. I'm, I'm but... thinking
3: of something else, though. Some somebody. But there was
1: also a perfume that she was uh, called Enorme. It was for really fat people because she was fat at the
3: time. I, I'm trying to think. Of, it must be a different show. Some some form or another of Spanx. That somebody. Uh, <laughs> but a, but a foreign version of like. You know. mm.
1: Well, you know, with Jenna, it's possible. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting here talking, to her, like, talking about her like she's Jenna. a real person. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that show's brilliant, and it's going to be ending soon. It makes me sad.
0: I'm torn about that whole Spanx thing. In a way, it's great for the guy on the visual, you but then it? it sets you up for
3: disappointment. Once you pull it off and all that. <laughs> oh, pop, no. All that, all that muffin top part. <laughs> yeah, it's flapping, it's it's
0: flapping, flapping in the wind.
1: It's just a lie. <laughs>
0: Deception. deception are you
1: are you are, you, are you, um aware it's, of
0: spanks i am not they oh, had spanks for you, are they you got aware Spanx? of that? Uh, they got uh i'm aware of the spanks <laughs> not, not
1: aware i mean like a it,
0: it's do it's, they have spanks for gentlemen there sure gentlemen sure spanks
3: oh absolutely it's 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 a good example of of you know um advertising in america uh, taking over our psyche as a whole. Um, yeah. We're walking billboards, and Spanx is just a, it's all a mirage. So instead of just oh working God, out that and getting fit. Oh, my God, that woman's fed. got such a great figure. I'm like, oh, for her age, she's got a great figure. And then, yeah. she, then she takes off her Spanx. <laughs> and she turns and like, around and look at them. <laughs> it's 45 years of, of flubber comes out. She takes off her Spanx, and then that's just for you, the guy, you're left wasn't, with the Spanx. Wasn't that an Eddie Murphy mistake, Flubber? No, oh, Robin, Robin Williams! Will mm. a mistake. <laughs>
2: I, I liked it as a kid. Anything Eddie Murphy does is a I, mistake. I don't think I would watch it again as an adult mm.
1: because it might change my perception of it. But as a kid, I loved that movie. But Eddie Murphy had um, the clumps, um, Eddie Professor, which in Disney World <laughs> and uh, Disney World, the, the actual amusement. Tracy Jordan
3: had uh, his version of the clumps. <laughs>
1: Probably, yeah. I can't think of it exactly. That's
3: another uh, end credits. Um, oh, okay. Sort of.
0: Did Eddie Murphy beat that horse to death, that nutty professor? No, uh, they only crazy? did
3: two. So oh, all right.
1: It, it didn't get too out of hand. All right. I think that was they were saying that was like one of his last good movies. Gotcha.
3: The Giving Tree. All right, we got to take a break. <clears throat> the Giving Tree. Whatever. <laughs> the one where all the leaves fall off and you're dead. Oh,
1: uh, Thousand words yeah. or something. It could be good. Tower uh, Heights might be good too. I still haven't seen that yet.
3: Who, yeah, who's that big black girl in it? She's like, you married? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you married?
1: Oh, it's it hard to say her name. Yeah. Everyone calls her Precious because Pre-
3: oh, that's Precious can. Girl. Yeah, sure yeah. You married? <laughs> um, yeah. Episode ninety-two of uh, the Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. We will be right back. Bitches. Wood wood. <laughs>